Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The first four hours were simply in a moose bush. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Who's the guest? Well, tell people what we're talking about first. Draft? I told you that I was going to reach out and have a surprise guest on the show to talk some NBA draft. Okay, who's the surprise guest? Well, what time is it right now? 10-16 in the Hall of Fame 16. City. Cleveland's Classic Rock Station, 98.5 NCX. Okay. Owen, oh, did he did he call the hotline? I haven't heard from him yet. Oh. Okay. Let me check my text messages. Do we have him? Hold on here. I have no idea who this is. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. I was really excited about this, too, because... Extend Technologies and Broadview Heights. They're, they're wonderful people. I have no idea who this is. Yeah, well, I do. Um, <laughs> I sure would I hope so. Okay. Make your home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. He's decided to pass. Sorry. Are you serious? That's what he says. He says he's, he's decided to pass. Who was it? I can't tell you, because it was a surprise. Then I assume there was no, really no guest. No, there was. Owen? Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. He must. Oh, have, he must have had second. Sandwich. Must have had second meeting, thoughts. Uh, why? Why would? Why? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, what are you eating? Nacho rings. Oh my god. <laughs> nacho rings like Funyuns? More like not your rings. <laughs> Who was it? I can't tell you, but he's uh, well versed in the NBA and would have been well versed on what the Cavs should do tonight. Now he's passed, and so we're not going to have him on. He couldn't do it or he passed? Uh, he's not gone into detail. I'll try to What try did to the text say? Hold on here. Let me go back and see what he said. Okay. Uh, I will pass. Sorry, man. Period. And he actually used uh, correct punctuation. That's too bad. Would have been nice. Would have been nice. They just passed? Yeah, they just did. Let's read that again. Okay, hold on. I will pass. Period. Sorry, man. Period. I know who that was. Why? What do you mean? What well, I can't. What are you judging by syntax? Oh yeah, I know exactly who it was. Oh come on. I'm not saying it. Keith will get his panties in a bunch. Anyway, I know exactly who it was. 
Uh, anyway, we he, had a, wait. He just waited till now. Yeah. Well, I. What thought, did you tell him he, about the podcast? Yeah, he was giving me indications that it was going to happen, and then upon uh, this back and forth, I got really excited. Owen got excited. Keith got excited. I think Andy Roth got excited, and uh, apparently, he's decided not to do it. That's his right. Yeah, that's his right. Uh, didn't pay him or anything. Hmm. A volunteer. Asking for a favor. Maybe next time. Maybe next draft. A year from now. We'll do it. Maybe his feelings won't be as hurt in the future. Oh, I can't go into detail about that. I don't know. I, I should. I Who really am I should. to know? We're on a podcast. I really should go into detail. I really should. <laughs> I really should. I should just. I, I. Damn it. I really. And all I can think of is Keith staring at me and Andy staring at me and Tom probably at some point. I'm sure. I should. I should go into detail. I know who that was. I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad he didn't come on. I think oh, I'm, come on. I think I would have been upset. I think I might have. I don't think I would have left the podcast, but I think I might have not been too thrilled about it. I think it would have. It's probably a good thing he didn't turn. He, he didn't come on the podcast because it would have been personal very quickly. It would have been great for the listeners. I don't think so. Oh, I think so. So, wait. You tell me you don't have respect for me anymore and you won't come on the show, but you'll do a Trojan horse on my podcast? That is, that is sponsored by both of our sponsors. That's how that's going to work. Speaking of the Trojans, let's talk Evan Mobley. Now, that's a very nice way to change the subject, isn't it? I'm not going to say anything because then I think I'm going to get rope-a-doped and then he's going to come on the podcast and then I'll have to double back on all this stuff. Well, whoever it is, he has the phone number and certainly would know how to get a hold of the show. Whatever. I don't care. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, I'm really struggling to not say some really rough things. All right, it's okay. We all agree. It's Evan Mobley tonight, right? That's the guy the Cavs are taking? Yeah, I guess. Okay, I promised just now I tweeted out the link to the podcast. I said I'd say some nice things about Evan Mobley. There are a lot of nice things to say about Evan Mobley. I think what happens is you get caught in the vortex of an argument online. And what we do all the time, we did this with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And we do it with Josh Allen, and we did it with uh, go back to other drafts. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. It is the fun thing about the draft. It's why fans are always so in love with debating projections. Because you always have these different tiers, these different categories of players that come out in football and basketball. We act like know-it-alls. We do crash courses. We take idiots' guides. We listen to the podcast. We, we follow pundits and the write-ups and start to get inundated on all these guys and what they're good at and what they're bad at. Then we make comparisons to who they are in the NBA or NFL right now, and then we go with it. And as you get closer to the draft, you make up your mind on somebody, and that player gets elevated Ah, like four times over. And what do you do to the players who you want your team to take uh, that, that don't get taken, that you end up uh, not endorsing as much? Well, no, they, they, they're, they're garbage. You end up criticizing them yeah. more. And then it looks like you just hate the guy. And so what I'm getting right now over the last two days on Twitter is you're a joke. Everybody loves Evan Mobley. You just want the Cavs to be bad. And I'm like, no, man, I, I just I think he's one of four good players in this draft. He's just the fourth guy I would take. Most people, he's the second or third. A lot of people third. But mm. it's, okay to, it's, it's okay to have a debate about it. It's okay. Do you understand front offices do this all the time? Detroit. Uh, sitting there with the number one overall pick, Troy Weaver, their GM, has said, according to multiple reports, that not only is he going to have a process, that he's going he's gonna to put on the board all the strengths, all the weaknesses about all the guys, and he's going to have an open mind. 
I don't think right now Cavs fans have an open mind. I think they have less of an open mind than what a front office would, and I think that's a problem. You know, I'm a little bit upset about something else as well. What's that? Because I know that Keith texted you about t- telling me, oh, yeah, you like Jalen Suggs? Tell me what you like about Jalen Suggs. I know he texted you during the show. I like Evan Mobley for a multitude of reasons, and I thought I explained him well enough on the show, but apparently I didn't when it comes to any, any of the other prospects who I didn't want. I like Jalen Suggs. I just like Evan Mobley more. It's a degree of who you like more. I think Jalen Suggs is a very good basketball player and a supreme passer, and yes, I understand that his three-point shot is not exceedingly wonderful right now with the Gonzaga Bulldogs, which I'm sure Keith already knew, but I will it say that I... It was like a 30% shooter. But I would say my upside with Evan Mobley is going to be higher than what I'm going to get out of Jalen Suggs. Most people agree with you, well, by the way. Well, I, well, according to Keith, I didn't explain why I didn't like Jalen Suggs too much, so I want to make sure I do that. No, there's... And I want to make sure that you... Hold my feet to the fire. I am fully in a shoot right now about a multitude of things. That's, I am in a full distracted shoot right now. I think that's better for the podcast. There I is, hope it is. There is because if it's not, this is going to be the worst podcast we've ever had. There is no doubt Evan Mobley is considered to have a higher upside than everybody. I don't know what that means, though. People just say it, and I don't know what it means. Because they see, honestly, they see seven feet tall, they think, and I'll, I'll say yeah. it on the podcast now, they think of Kevin Durant. That's what they do because Kevin Durant was a great – I mean, Kevin Durant was, not, what, number two overall when he yeah. was taken? And they, they see Kevin Durant and they think that this guy is going to be the next all – because Kevin Durant is the second best player in the NBA mm-hmm. other than, than LeBron James. And we say, why? The dominance. You see it. It's an all-around game of dominance. He's built into a body that's still very thin, but he's still been able to get away yeah. with it because of his skill. Evan Mobley, will he'll still be very thin? Maybe. Will he suffer injuries like Kevin Durant has? Probably. But could he end up like a Giannis is too much. I mean, you're looking at seven feet tall. Giannis grew four inches. He was, Giannis was so much of a more fluid yeah. mover in your right. He and, gained four inches, so he had more of those guard skills yes. uh, a little bit. That's and also he was 15th overall. Yeah. And that, yeah. And it was a flyer. Well, this is what's funny to me, though. Cavs fans, but I don't know nothing about Evan Mobley. Cavs, fa- Cavs fans are just screaming at me definitives about a 19 or 20-year-old. That's not how this works. You have to have an open mind about these things. Just saying somebody has a higher upside does not mean you take them. Just, well, just because a lot of people agree that he has a higher upside does not mean you take them. And I get it. I've been in this point where I've always argued, oh, if you have the number three overall pick, take the highest upside. I've said that a lot. But I'm, I'm failing to see why Jalen Suggs doesn't have an incredibly high upside. Uh, he's been compared to Chauncey Billups, mm. Jason Kidd, Brandon Roy. Pretty good upside. Pretty good upside. All players have high upsides. Bagley, I, I went over this before. Yeah, he's did. been a bust so far. Marvin Bagley was compared to Chris Bosh, Amari Stoudemire. Like, th- we do this with every top five player. You know why I didn't like Marvin Bagley? Because well, I think of Marvin Barnes. I swear to God. Marvin. I swear to God, I think of Marvin Barnes. I'm like, I didn't want Marvin back. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I, 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 we just say things, and then we think there's no way that it's wrong, and then we go there. I keep seeing the people that are disagreeing with me the most just keep telling me, no, Mobley has a higher upside. You have to take the guy with the higher upside. And I'm like, I don't know that Mobley has an higher upside. Just you saying that doesn't make it true. We go through this with quarterbacks in the NFL well, all the time, and what do we do? We miss. We, did, but, did, the, but we did this with Josh Allen. Yes. It was all upside. And I had, every, I had his own his, his, his coach texting during the draft. I got to put my mic up a little bit because I'm getting a lot of anime. <laughs> his coach is texting during shows 
during the draft process. You're going to regret it. On my children, mm-hmm. I got the messages. You're going to regret it. You're going to regret not taking this kid. And I'm going, he is a wild stallion out here. And when I see Evan Mobley, I do. I think back of those conversations. But this is why, And this is why I'm in a bit of a shoot here. Is because Keith goes, well, you didn't sound too confident. I'm not. Yeah, why? I'm not fully confident. I, I'm not. I'm not either. By the way, but that, but the people uh, that are telling me Evan Mobley's the guy, they are confident, and I, I want to know where that confidence comes well, from. I think that you're, get, I think you're getting that confidence on your phone, which is very little context on phone, as, as yeah. opposed to the people we talk to, and myself when there's some nuance there. Well, you're not confident. I said I'm going to be on the hook for an Evan Mobley pick. If Evan Mobley gets picked by the Cavs and he sucks, or he gets picked by anybody else yeah. and he sucks. Then fine. If he's great, I'm going to obviously take credit because I'm a radio show host and a loudmouth. I'm going to do that. But when we're doing context, yes, I've seen a ton of Jalen Suggs playing for Gonzaga. I saw a ton of Cade Cunningham. I, I saw three games. Most people here did. I saw yeah. three games. And by three games, I mean I watched till commercial and I turned. That's what I saw. I listened to the interview from the coach, which obviously he's going to upsell his player. Sure. I heard what Doug Gottlieb said, as much as Keith doesn't think that I'm like, now I'm doing a podcast with a person who isn't even here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I heard what Doug Gottlieb said. I respect what Doug Gottlieb said about it. But I'm going to focus on not about winning right now because I think that's a fool's errand. I haven't seen any Jalen Green. I just hear that Jalen Green's going number two, and that's it. I haven't seen any Jalen Green, but I just feel it's not about winning now. I'm going to develop this guy, and I am just not having some crazy argument. Well, I'm going to take Evan Mobley, and because I'm going to take Evan Mobley, we'll keep we'll keep Colin Sexton. You see, Colin Sexton will average 30 points per game on a bad basketball team next year, but I'll be right because we'll keep Colin Sexton. Then we'll give Colin Sexton a bunch of money, and everything will be perfectly okay. Like, that's not the argument. I just want a better basketball player, and I think Evan Mobley can be that better basketball player, but no. If this makes this not a hot take, fine. Yes, one of these guys is going to be a bust. Probably. I'm not sure which one's going to be it. I, 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 I would like to take a swing, but I think it's unfair. And I'm going to go, okay, I can't get Kate Cunningham. He's going to go number one overall. I assume Jalen Green's going to go number two overall. If he doesn't, then we can reevaluate seems like on the it. fly. Yeah, seems like it. But at number three, you have your decision there, and it's either him or Jalen Suggs. I'm going to take the seven-footer. I'm going to take the guy who, yes, I think has the speed and athleticism to eventually, not opening night, play both on the front line and a bit in the backcourt as well and kind of work his way into this league. Well, yeah, and you can't you can't expect anybody to come right I into the league all that on the show. and be John Moran or Zion, Zion Williamson. No, those guys came in the league, and they were instantly good. Kevin Durant came in the league, instantly good. I actually think Greg Oden would have been fine. He just had injuries from day one. Yeah. He had horrific injuries. Joel Embiid had injuries from day one, although he was going to be good right away. I don't expect a lot of these guys to be good right away. In fact, I think people get carried away. They've been talking so much about how great this draft is for over a year mm-hmm. that they've now overvalued all of these guys. And What I mean by that is I don't see the Kevin Durant Anthony Davis, uh, Zion Williamson, Jammer. I'm not seeing that all. F- I don't. I'm not so sure that Kate Cunningham comes in the league right away and is really good, like I was for those guys. I think these guys are going to be good. All four of them. I have a pretty good. I have a pretty good idea that they're going to be good. And then we say that one or two of them might be bust. That's just how it happens. Yeah. I just knowing what we know about both these leagues, NBA and NFL, I'm surprised that anybody could be so certain. That these guys aren't going to be busts. It, it do, but it it does concern me a little bit that he's he's pretty quiet. Are you going to be too passive with grown men? 
in the NBA? Yeah, so that is that – so I said I'm going to say good things about Evan Mobley. Let me say the good things first, and then I'll, I'll go for some of the things that I don't like as much. The good things with Evan, uh, it's very rare that you find somebody his size that shows the ability and also the capacity to throw the ball, to pass the ball, I should say, to move the ball. He's really good at it. He's good instincts on it. And you don't see that for a guy his size. It is so very rare. Uh, and that is a huge bonus. That's why they fall in love with him. The other thing is I think – given his hips and the way he moves side to side, he's going to have no problem switching NBA defense, the likes of what DeAndre Ayton is getting all the love for. Okay, the ability to off a screen and roll, not give the other team a huge advantage because he can't get over and move on to the next guy and get caught in no man's land. I think he's going to be really good at that, and I think, again, that's why some of the people who say unicorn, and again, I'll dispute some of that, but they're, they're pointing and they're referencing to that. He can also put the ball in the deck, better than most guys, 6'11", 7 feet, uh, as long as he doesn't over-dribble. I see sometimes he has a tendency to over-dribble and turn his back, and guards come through and they pick him, but that, that happens to a lot of big men. But he can put it on the deck. And he's got a little bit of a floater game. I'd like to see it more advanced. I thought Bagley had a much better in-between game than he does, but he does have it. Mm-hmm. And he, he has a nice uh, ability to raise up from 15 feet. I would have liked to see that. You said put it on the deck and raise up during this. Yeah. I just want to point out who also says that. Who? What do you mean who? Who says it? Going to put it on the deck, going to raise up. Who says it? Wesley Person going to oh, raise they're up. They're going to say Petey Pablo. Petey <laughs> Pablo going to put it on the deck. <laughs> From Medina. So, so th- th- there is a lot to like. And then defensively, his rebound rate is a concern for him right now, I don't know if it's always going to be a concern. And he had a lot of block shots, three a game. Uh, some people have tried to discredit the way he gets blocks. I, he's fine. I think he's going to be a good defender and be able to do that. He's going to get pushed around for a while. That's not a news flash. I think everybody's fine with that because he's going to grow into his frame. So there's a lot of good things I just said. Did I say good things about Evan Mobley? And that's why he's top four in my book. That's why he's number four. I just, I just don't want to pass up either Jalen Green or Jalen Suggs, and it looks like he'd be passing up on Jalen Suggs. I just think Suggs has a good chance to be better. I think Suggs at the guard position will be able to come in and guard way sooner than any guards. Most guards come in, they are a disaster. I mean, LaMelo Ball was getting removed from games in the fourth quarter, and he's great. I'd love to have LaMelo Ball right now over probably either Garland or Sexton. I know that'll be controversial. It shouldn't be. Anybody else in the NBA would take him over the other two. But he was removed from games in the fourth quarter. He was that bad on defense. That's not going to be that issue with Jalen Suggs. He's going to come in immediately and play good defense. And he's going to be a plus-plus elite-level defender at the guard position down the road, which I think is incalculable how big of a deal that wow, is. Wow, incalculable. Well, calculable. Is it calculable or calculable? Doesn't matter. Calculable. Anyway, he's going to be able to do that. Uh, you think of Drew Holiday and how good of a defender he was. I think that's Jalen Suggs almost immediately in the NBA. That's how. That's how – how good he is on that side. His instincts are unbelievable. For not having the biggest wingspan in the world for a guy his size, he just preys on on guys throwing those cross court passes or those 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 side to side passes. He is all over it and he's taking it the other way. I prey on houses that are out of date and looking to be brought into the twenty first century and that's why you need Extend Technologies. I mean, I pray on them because I say these houses can be done better. These houses can be brought into the 21st century with expert installation, certified AV, state-of-the-art sound, vision, 
things that make you go, wow, it's in your own home. If your home's stuck in yesteryear, bring it to life. Make it a smart home. Maybe you got a dumb home and you're throwing all your money out of there. Don't do that. Make your home smarter with great installation, with great home technologies. It's Extend Technologies in Broadview Heights. Online first, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Control everything in your house. I said it before on the radio, and I'll say it again. The other night I go, did I close the garage door? Damn it, I got to get out of bed and go downstairs to close the garage door. If you have Extend Technologies, you can just pull out your phone and go, hey, I'm closing the garage door. Just like that. I can go back. Thermostat. The whole thing. Lights. The, the camera shades, action. The shades. It's amazing. You do anything. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Home automation. Bring yours into the 21st century. Bring your house into the 21st century with Extend Technologies. Are we done talking draft? Don't have to be. Yeah, what do you want to do? Well, are you? Or what are you doing right now? People keep asking me who, who snubbed. They, want it, they know who it is. They want me to start talking about the person who snubbed us. Snub me. They didn't snub you. They snubbed me. I Well, no, I can't be a snubby if I didn't ask in the first place. <laughs> so let's point that out right now. You, That's you got, true. Guys, you guys know who it was. Let's not all sit here and lie to each other and act stupid. We all know who it was. I'm not allowed to say because Keith will come in and spank me. But I'm not. But I'm. You, we all know who it was. We all know. What a child. What a soft child. You were him. Ain't me. Ain't me. If I told you I lost respect for you, I'd tell you to your face. Because I'm a grown man. I hope he hears this. That's all I'm going to say. We're not ready yet for congratulations on your success, which I put it out on Twitter during the show, and I had like 15 emails. I know. Some were indecipherable. They one finally came in. One hit me up for money for a soccer team, which I'm like, What? Yeah, someone goes, well, can you give money to Perry Soccer? I go, you got another person who's on TV who went to Perry. Go ask them. I donate a lot of time and money to Perry. I go, my kids go to Streets Pro now. What am I supposed to do? You tell me, Tone. I would not be asking for money. I'm on two understand. I'm on two committees at Perry. I know. I know. My, my well, kids go to Streets Pro. That, that people think you have something. They wouldn't ask if they didn't think you had it. Well, he might have been joking for all I know. Joe That's Rogan. I'm not going to use names. Joe Rogan was talking about this the other day that he said bar- people he barely ha- have known have now come out of the woodwork asking him for not just a little bit of money, like huge investments, thought th- th- hundreds of thousands of dollars. Somebody just asked him for thirty grand, like last week that he barely knew. Like once Did people think me? you have no, once once people think you have it, they're coming after well, you. I, f- I feel that they are sorely mistaken. That's what I would feel. These jeans were. These jeans were. I would say that what these are Adam the Bulls old jeans. <laughs> That's what I would say. Anyway, are we ready to do congratulations on all your success, or do we want to talk about Aaron Rodgers real quick? You are sick of Aaron Rodgers. Well, no, let's go. Let's go to it. You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Sure. Real quick. Uh, did you like that he rubbed the, rubbed it in the nose of the Green Bay Packers yesterday? Rubbed the nose. Rubbed it in their face. I don't like it now. There we go. Boom. I liked it all up until now. Now you're on a team. There are guys looking up to you in the locker room. There are young guys. He's not calling out the players. I, I know, but the, the, the fact that he doesn't seem all in 
is just going to be really problematic to teammates who are trying to build something there. And oh, they know he's he, not going to be there. I disagree. And I they, think he's all in. They, I don't think he is at all. And I, I don't think he could be. I think once mentally your foot's out the door, it's out the door. Did I, think, you hear, I just think it is. Did you hear his comments? Yeah, I heard them all. You really thought that from those comments? Yeah. I, I think wow. once once you're talking about all the, all the missteps by an organization, the fact that everyone thinks he's going to be out of Green Bay after this year, I think that's – and by the way, they're still probably going to have a really good record this year, and so people use that against me in this argument. But I'll just I'll just think it's really tough. Like, I think guys are all in with Baker Mayfield right now because yeah. they know he's going to be here. There's an excitement in that locker room. I think over there, their players in year oh, three man. worried about their careers and wondering if they're going to be in Green Bay for the long haul. And when you, once you start losing, GMs get surprising. fired. GMs get fired. So those players are like, well, that's a GM that took me. So if that GM gets fired, what happens when the new GM comes in? I think it creates a lot of unrest in the locker room, even if they like him, even if he's a great teammate to them and takes them out and buys them Rolexes or whatever the hell these guys Did do. Did he buy them all ATVs one year? Did he? Was that him? I think that was him who bought them I all I figured ATVs they were all doing year. that nowadays. What does Baker get his offensive line? I'm not sure. I'm I, sure he got him something. We I just thought don't we, remember. Yeah, I thought yeah, I heard something. I think I, I think I remember him got him something. Um I I liked him. I'm a little nervous about him, and I think I want to ask this on the Saturday show, and I want to bring it up with you again tomorrow. I'm sure at some point. Um, I I think that that's some NBA creeping in for some people, but I also think that what Aaron Rodgers is saying, I think it's what a lot of fans want. I for whatever reason, I think it's different in the NFL. Russell Wilson, I think, said a lot of things that fans wanted. And I listened to some stuff in Seattle during that. And, I mean, they were calling in and saying, we got to get rid of Pete Carroll. We got to get rid of Pete Carroll. Mm -hmm. This guy's too old. He's losing touch. You hear what's going on with with Russell Wilson. People call, we got to get rid of John Schneider. You are beholden to your quarterback, and they know that. And I think a lot of Packers fans are going, who's this Jordan Love character? I don't know about this Jordan. My guy just won the MVP. You guys are showing me that this Jordan Love guy is not ready to go. And the way Aaron Rodgers said, Aaron Rodgers, I thought, did it perfectly. He did not throw Jordan Love under the bus, and he could have. Because he kept looking off to his left. Now, I don't know if that's something that he does normally when he's talking in a press conference when he's asked a question. It looked almost like he had something prepared. Like, he had names there. I thought he was reading something or referencing something for a while. Like, he knew what he was going to say, and he was waiting to be asked a question about it to go into that, and that's what he did. Um, which might he might have, for all we know, he's very good with the media in some cases. I, he might have told the person that asked me this question, I'm going to say it. Um, well, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. by that at all. W- w- the way he came off in that, that was, that was a lot of frustration. That's a guy who I reference this constantly. I think that's a guy who's a victim of rings culture. He has seen everything that Greg Rosenthal has written about him. That and Greg Rosenthal has been a, a strong critic of his that a lot of other people have written about him going, how are you this good you only have one Super Bowl? Tom Brady has seven. How are you this good in this division where the the, the, the Packers got their act together on quarterback? You've played with all pros. You're on the same defense as Clay Matthews. Or Clay Matthews played on your defense, and you had one Super Bowl. You're in a division with the Lions who can't get their act together at all. The Vikings who really they, – they put together a run every now and then but but have really been kind of mediocre in a lot of ways. And certainly the Bears – can't in th- th- I know they've been to the Super Bowl in the last 15 years, but the Bears are a defensive team, and you're not going to get a lot out, out of a defensive team. You've been the guy. I think he's heard that criticism. I think it's boiled over. 
you see where Sando had him in the quarterback tiers? Number one. Number Tier one. one. And the, he's, a, I mean, he's an MVP. The guy that no one wanted to trade for him. The guy that uh, – Number one. Number one, best quarterback. You could have the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, the price. <laughs> oh, my God. Very rare you get a chance to trade for the best quarterback in the NFL. But go ahead. I know we've done that in the past. You know where Lockett Forest City could end up next year. Where? Oh, Pittsburgh. Boy, that'd be interesting. That w- I would love to know if anybody would revisit that argument. Would people if, be afraid. Let's say if the Brown. No, I think if you're if the, the right Browns now, are real good this year. Yeah. But let's say the Browns have another good year. Let's say they win a playoff game or lose their first playoff game this year. Then next year, Aaron Rodgers gets traded to Pittsburgh. Oh my God! And like, can you imagine if they won the Super Bowl? What kind of debates? Would anybody want to revisit the debate about trading for Aaron Rodgers and whether we should have done it this I won't, year? I won't quit Twitter. I've made a lot of jokes at Pittsburgh suspense, <laughs> and we're like, I'm like, it's it's all. I'm not doing it. I'll take my medicine. Mm. Eventually, it's going to come back on me. I mean, I've been getting my ass kicked for a long time by Pittsburgh for a long time. I'm going to enjoy it this year, but eventually, it's going to come come home to roost. So I don't care about that. But think about um, that. There were three quarterbacks: man, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Aaron Rodgers. You want to talk about NBA? Yeah. We had three of the top quarterbacks. By, by almost every list. And I know we haven't always seen eye to eye on Watson because you've wondered why they lose so many games. But the people around the league think Watson's a top-five quarterback. Oh, that, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I just want – like, how's this all going to end with the – I mean, 22 allegations, kind of a lot. Uh, I thought there were another group of well, allegations. They, I'm just saying, out of 22, they yeah. can't all be lying. All right? Um, I – I hear what the quarterbacks are saying, and some people are afraid, and part of it makes me afraid, too. I don't want my quarterback to leave, but how many Texas fans were happy with what Bill O'Brien did? None. How many Texas mm-hmm. fans like this um, Jack Easterby guy? None. Yeah. How many, how many? The same thing with what I just said about Seattle. The same thing with going on with Aaron Rodgers. And you heard Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay isn't a vacation destination. They're coming here to play with me. It's like, that is so arrogant. But it's also so true. Mm-hmm. And when he says that, I see, that's why I think he's all in. He, he Next year, they might have a problem. This coming offseason, they might have a problem. But I think it's easy to galvanize galvanize your team and go, this is our version. I know the ESPN already made the joke about this is their last dance. This is our version of the last dance. This is my last year here. Let's do it one more time. Let's do this thing. He's got Randall Cobb back. He loves Randall Cobb. He's got Devontae Adams there. He's going to have a lot there that he can work with. That offensive line is still going to be good. They're still going to take injuries because Packers' offensive lines constantly get injured. But he's going to have a lot of things there that he can work with at his disposal to go out and win a championship. But I'm going to tell you this. We made a lot of excuses for Aaron Rodgers, and I keep looking at that nat- that NFC Championship game going, you had three chances in the second half and you weren't able to you weren't able to capitalize on any of them to take that lead and to go to the Super Bowl it is going to follow him this one and next year this coming year I should say are going to follow him into 2022 if he's not able to get that done if there is a hiccup somewhere in that postseason and this happens again then it's all well what is because now they know that there's a price but I I saw what he did he doesn't want to be a placeholder I thought he did it really well with Jordan Love. He didn't he didn't make Jordan Love to be, out to be a schlub. I think the Packers made Jordan Love out to be a schlub because if he wasn't a schlub, they'd have moved on because that was their plan to begin with. Mm-hmm. That was their whole plan to begin with. I think it's time for the congratulations on all your. Success. You got a lot to sort through there. I don't know which one you're going to want to do. Oh, I got I got mine right here. It's not it's not the one about soccer. It's not the one about somebody going to prison for killing chickens. It's none of that. I think we have. Our pick for congratulations on all your success in it. 
when you need a Dear Abby so you don't end up with a Dear John. Congratulations. 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 Congratulations on all your success. This one is from... It doesn't have a name here. Do I want to use his real name? Let me read it. Just first thing. Good morning, gentlemen. I am in need of advice. My future father-in-law recently passed away. And it suddenly passed away, and my fiance and I are on the hook for selling his old house. Some of the house was in rough shape, water damage, and he was a smoker. The house looks great now after a few months' work. My question to both of you is should we try selling it by owner or go with a realtor in this market? Do you say realtor or realtor? I say realtor. Wow. Well, that's only a guy with two degrees can do. Our probate lawyer said if we sell by owner, she can take care of the paperwork and title company stuff. Thanks, guys. Your thoughts? I, you might want to set this one out. Yeah, I don't have a ton. I don't have a ton for this. <sighs> Depends. I'm a, well, you might – I didn't realize this. You might want to set this one out due to uh, – even though you, I mean, but you, you would say a, a realtor, and you might say a realtor and be serious about it, but, you know, you represent what you represent. Uh, I don't, so I can say whatever I want. I would say I think it depends on how much time you got. Okay? Uh, this is from Joe, by the way. Sorry about so, – and to your family first, sorry about your loss. Um, it's always tough, and yeah, I think about that, you know, with my own family and stuff and what you have to do to get a house prepared. It's it's very rough. So uh, you guys have been through a lot, and uh, I wish you the best as as you get through this situation. Well, I, I have a set of questions, though. Oh. I, I need to. Oh, well, then please. I, yeah, I need to know. Well, we can go on hypothetical. Are you fine. looking? Are you looking for quick cash? Are you looking for? Well, in, in it these, sounded like a multi-level marketing scheme the way you started. That. No, no, no. I just, I just, I, I'm seeing, and I'm talking to so many of my friends who have these situations that come up, and they're, they're, they're they have a lot of debate about you know missing out on this market. Do they want to get this done ASAP and maybe not necessarily for the most amount of money and going through the hassle? Mm-hmm. Or they just want a guaranteed, here's your money. It's it's around what we thought we were going to get, maybe even a little maybe even a little less to get rid of it as soon as possible. I see people do that because they don't want the headache. They don't want to deal with it. Uh, they don't want to be there for, you know, the different, whether it's open houses or monitor what's going on and make sure and schedule all of this, you know, because that could be, a huge, huge headache for a lot of people involved. Now, obviously, they're not living in this house, which makes it easier to not have to worry about all that stuff. At least yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, the other, the other aspect of this is: Are you okay with this process possibly going longer and maybe taking a chance and trying to, trying to get, you know, twenty, fifteen to twenty offers and then having to go through it and worried about contingencies because th- this is. This has not been easy out there. I'm seeing a lot of houses lately mm-hmm. with price decreases, people that thought they could do it on their own, and they put out an right. inflated price yeah. but didn't get the help of a realtor that, that had the institutional knowledge to be able to do this. And also with the realtors, and, and obviously I, I, I prop up you know, a, a specific realtor in Ryan Young, but he would tell you the exact same thing, that, uh, that there's just certain advantages. Now, if you know what you're doing and you're getting great advice and – you can be patient. Uh, then fine, yeah, I think you could do it on your own. 
But wow. if you want to guarantee to not have something slip through the cracks, because there are a lot of these that are slipping through the cracks, like offers are accepted, it, they, they're going to closing and everything, and then it falls apart. Do you are, are you okay with having to deal with that? Because that could take months. I commend and then you. all of a sudden the market changes. I commend you for the opinion. Um, I would say I've sold a home one time. Uh, I, I don't know where I would begin or end if I didn't have a realtor. I, r- I really don't know where I would start and finish. Uh, there's a couple things that I, th- I think I'm good at. Uh, that is, I don't think I'm good at that. I, I mean, I, it was, we were under a situation where we had to get out basically as soon as we could because Liz was dead set on the house we're in now. And frankly, I mean, I, it's a podcast. The, the people who own the house were kind of jerking her around a little bit. And I, f- I finally called up their realtor and had it out with them. Uh, but I, you know, without our realtor, which I'm not going to say his name, um, I don't, I don't think we would have been, I don't think I would have known what it was. I mean, I had a major project I had to complete Mm -hmm. the second I put the final bit of topsoil down. I mean, I had, I had to put a few more bags down the second I did that Liz called the realtor and we got out of there. We had everything we needed the next day. I mean, we agreed basically the next day. Uh, and this was pre- this two years ago. come true. This is two years ago. Now this is the west side. A lot of people are prospecting in the west side. Uh, you're seeing a lot more, like a lot of places, like North Ridgeville. I'm telling you guys right now, North Ridgeville may end up by Menor, like uh, like by like the size of Menor someday. It is all. It was all farmland, and these the big developers are buying this farmland. They're putting up neighborhoods, and I'm telling they are they are gonna have a huge influx of children. In in North Ridgeville, Ohio, and I, I bet they're already seeing it. I bet they would tell you that. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of places out west because you're getting a little bit more yard now. I mean, you you look at the you look at the east side and the near west side suburbs. They're older neighborhoods, and so you're not looking at the same. The houses are smaller, um, the yards are smaller. The schools are great. Schools are wonderful. And if it's that type of lifestyle, boy, you can get it. I mean, Lakewood is a wonderful lifestyle for for certain people, but some people they want quarter acre, full acre, half acre, something like that, and you're not going to really get that in certain places. So they want to move west. Uh, long story made lo- short story made long in this case. I would say I would suggest a realtor, and it's not just because you know people are saying I I did it. I wouldn't know how to do it. Um, it's not just about quick cash. It's just about the headaches, all the other stuff it's taken care of. I don't need to do all that stuff. I know you said you have a person who can do the paperwork for it. Maybe that's it, but it's just the, the connections that they have where, you know, that we, we looked at houses when Liz was wanting to move. Um, we looked at houses that were not even on the market yet because of our realtor. Like there, there was, well, they're thinking about moving, and they know a realtor, and all of a sudden those two realtors get together, and we were looking at houses that there was no sign for. I, I just, I've gotten three emails there you go. over the last two days of off-market stuff there that you, go. you would never know yep, about. Yep, So it happens. It it happens. And I, I think that for a realtor, like, you could you could talk to your realtor, and all of a sudden you got somebody there, and they're willing to offer whatever. The, the housing market is nuts right now. And I'm nervous about – I've. I don't think like there's going to be a, a burst. You know, all the market experts keep saying there's not going to be another burst. But guard against this, I think there's going to be a lot of horror stories. There's going to be a lot of horror stories. People are buying houses sight unseen. They're buying houses without home inspection. 
foregoing all that stuff just to get themselves into a house. I think there's a lot of FOMO going on right now. You know this better than I do. And we're going to hear some horror stories, and I think it's going to really flatten that market coming up. And you know, I can't encourage you to sit on a pile of money that you that you could get right now. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, what's going to happen, the inverse will happen, is the rates are going to go up and everything will slow down a little bit, uh, but the prices are going to go down a little bit. I don't think they're going to plummet back to where they were a year ago. It is Everything on the west side in my price range has gone up in the last year 60 to 80 grand. So people are shooting their shot, and it's working. They're getting exactly what they ask and then way more and offers are coming in at 15 to 20 percent over asking and people are paying the rest of it out of pocket uh not to mention you know cash offers not to mention waiving inspection i can't compete with that right now so we said we're out we're out of the game for at least six months let me ask you another question here and this has nothing to do with this congratulations and all your success here why if you have like I, i saw the story where they were willing to buy the other person. This is CBS Sunday morning. The person was willing to buy the person's next house so they could buy that house in Austin, Texas. And my first thought was, you have all this money. Why not build? Mm-hmm. Why not build? And uh, you I said, can Kenny, you it's, it's yeah. just a different thing with those people. Tell me. It's what convenience. They wanted to move in. They wanted to move. Uh, that story is so ridiculous. I'm, I'm sure that's there's not a wave of this happening. No, that's got to be but, the exception. But pe- people are selling their California homes or whatever, and they have cash in hand. They have all that equity in their house, and then they're buying something at a fraction of the price in Austin, even though everything in Austin is going up exponentially. If you're in Austin and you have lived there your whole life and you're trying to buy another house in Austin, good luck. I feel bad for you. You're going to have to move. What about <laughs> if you're trying to move to Ohio and you live in Austin, Texas right now? Could do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You have to go down. Yeah. You have to go to cheaper markets to be able to do it. Or there's just no way. This is, I find this whole thing. I had a friend, I had a friend in Syracuse uh, that came, passed through town, and I showed him the housing market in Cleveland. He goes, yeah. are you effing kidding me? He goes, in Cleveland, Ohio. He's like, I know Cleveland's a bigger market than Syracuse. He goes, Cleveland, Ohio, they're getting this, oh, yeah. especially on the west side. Be- but anyway, that, that- – But you know why? You know, because there's pl- – and this is where I think it's a good thing. And I know, I know we've talked about this on this podcast before. I think this could be a good thing for this city because there's so many people who are from here. They move away for jobs, and now they're able to work from home. Yes. And they're moving because they like it here. It's home. And this is a great place to raise a family. It really is. And so they're going, why am I living in, in, in all these – why am I living in San Francisco, yeah. California? You've seen done that. And by where I can go live in Cleveland and live like a king. I know people that have moved home from San Francisco. I know people yeah. that have moved home from L.A. And they think it's going to be for good. We'll see – if the FOMO develops again, fair, when L.A. Fair. is all opened up, even though masks again. But when, when all that is finally done, mm-hmm. I wonder if the FOMO happens again because at the end there's a reason they moved to L.A. And there's a reason that they put up with certain things to enjoy the benefits of other things. But with that said, uh, I know people who have moved home and they, the schools were a big part of it. Their family was a big part of it. And now – they're, they're living back here, and they have a ton of cash. And the problem is they have so much more money in cash than anybody that lives here. But you might see the reverse brain drain. All the people that went away to college, got educated, and then we lose our, quote, you know, most, most educated mm-hmm. uh, young citizens that leave, and we lose them, and that's the, the epitome of the brain drain. Yeah. Might be reversing. Those people come back, live that's here. That's what I want. And now you have a smarter, more educated class well, of just, people. I know there's just, different types of smarts and someone's like, oh, I'm smart. Anyway, you know what I mean though. There well, is no, a, there has been a brain drain over the last 30 years. If, if I have people who are more maybe even entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurially yeah. ran or 
they are people who are managers or people who just they work from home and they make a significant income. If I can keep that money here in that tech space here, I think I'm going to be much happier, and I think we're all going to be much happier. Yeah. And there is, for as much as we've had some problems here, some of the schools are, are really, really, really fantastic. East side, west side, south side. Just like Mohan Michael Stanley sings a song. Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. So maybe you're moving back and you want to make that home you just bought a big smart home. No better place to go than Extend Technologies and Broadview Heights are there to take care of you. They take care of everything from the planning, the blueprints, to the installation and the customer service 24-7. It's a one-stop shop for everything. That's why they've been in business for over 20 years and counting. Lyman and I know Tony very, very well. We were texting him earlier today. I sent you that tweet. I sent Tony that tweet of uh, the person. The His name is John Cena, and they basically did a German suplex to the guy. Did you see that video? Yep, I did. It yeah. was hilarious. Uh, I, I, I would say watch that video, but I, I don't need you to see that video. But, yeah, Tony is our buddy, and uh, we love Extend Technologies. you got to get to Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. But, yeah, going back to congratulations on your success real quick. I say just – Call it a day, get a lawyer, and away you go. Or call your day, call it a day, get a uh, a realtor, and away you go. Okay, so that one might be easier. Xtendav.com. Make those home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. I'm Lima, or I'm Ken. He's Lima. Uh, big thanks to Owen. Big thanks to Keith. And uh, we're back tomorrow morning, six to ten, live on the fan. Oh, there's one thing I oh. did want to tell you about. Uh, hugely, hugely controversial, and I don't know how people are gonna go about it. So. It's a radio guy from another town. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.